The following is a Black Static and Swerve production. You've found Don't Worry Wednesday, where Ryan and Joe share insight, perspective, and information on issues that real folks are dealing with every day. Here is a specific question that Ryan and Joe answered on a recent full episode of Don't Worry Wednesday. Joe, what was that latest question? Hey everyone, the concern we are handling in this segment comes from Very Drawn Out, and it reads, Most of the time, I feel okay. I usually spend my time playing games, drawing, watching videos online, things like that. I typically keep to myself if possible, not really socializing with others. When I do try to socialize, most of the time I get nervous and feel like I messed up my chances of making a connection. Whenever that happens, I get into this terrible state of mind where I feel like I don't want to do anything and that I shouldn't try to make connections with others because it will always turn out bad. That feeling usually lasts for a while, then the cycle repeats. Are there ways to break that cycle? Just as a reminder, we are not professional therapists and our content is not a substitute for professional counseling. We're simply offering some friendly perspective and encouragement for you as you journey through these challenges. Now let's get to that concern posted by Very Drawn Out. Awesome. Awesome Mm. question. Um, Yes. That's super relatable. My goodness. Would you like to start or do you want me to go for it? Hey, I read the question. You get to start. Awesome. (laughs) I will do that then. So... (laughs) So yeah, that's again, super relatable. I totally understand that. And I like that you are understanding that it's a cycle that keeps on happening. Um, It tells me that you're being very analytical about it and that you're um, on the right track already. Um, I think it's important to notice that your nervousness is caused by worrying about it ending or being a terrible situation or whatever, Um, it not working out like you want it to. And then, and then that whole thing just cycles and whatever. So, anyways, yeah, I've got some I've got some um, ideas about what you can do to uh, get out of this. Um, one thing is just own it. <laughs> just own it. Um, go in there like you think you know what you're doing. That's key because um, no one knows what they're doing. I'll tell you what, we're all humans. We all have different personalities. We all have different interests. We all have different smells. All right. Um, yeah, apparently. Um, and fingerprints. <laughs> and fingerprints. Well, apparently not fingerprints. And hair follicles. Actually, uh, and hair. We have different matter that makes up our skin and things. <laughs> we have different DNA. We have different timelines. Um, anyways, so um, yeah, yeah, there's no one way, no you know, absolute, like, you know, key, like, here's here's what you need to do to make friends with every single person in the world. You can't do it. But um, being a little bit more confident in yourself and feeling like you can make it work is often what makes it work. Because um, now, how do you get there? Um, Through trying, um, through pumping yourself up maybe a little bit before before you interact with them. Um, pump yourself up and don't bring yourself down. So when you go to interact with somebody, you're going to be nervous and that's going to be okay, right? Mm-hmm. That's 
that's pretty normal if you're not used to doing that. Um, but when you, before you talk to them, say things to yourself that aren't like, oh man, what if I mess up? What if I, what if it's super awkward? Or I'm going to be so nervous and my hands are going to sweat and they'll notice. Or, you know, don't talk about that to yourself. When you talk to yourself, talk to yourself about, all right, I just got to get in there and I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to see, I'm going to own it. Basically, I'm just going to walk in there. I'm going to make them feel good and I'm going to make a friend. Um, You know, or say like, you know, oh, but I, I really should do this and I want to get to know the person. The person looks like a cool person. They say, they seem like a cool guy, you know, or a girl or whatever. Um, I'm interested in them and it's not going to hurt me um, if I go and make a friend or if I don't end up making a friend because right now I don't have a friend in them. So either I end up the same or I move forward. So I've got nothing to lose here. Um, you know, talk to yourself and Try to lift yourself up. Don't bring yourself down before the discussion that you end up having with them. I think that that helps um, ramping yourself up. Um, another thing is it's, it's the key that I, it's the key thing that I tell everybody when it comes to dealing with people. And um, basically goes like this. When you're dealing with people, what matters most is not what you look like to them but what they look like to themselves when you're around them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Write that down. You can, I will repeat it and you can, you can re-listen to it. But what matters most is not what you look like to them, but what they look like to themselves when you are around them. Mm-hmm. That's, think about all of your best friends. Think about any friend you've ever had. Think about anybody that you like. Um, that you've interacted with on a personal level. Those are the people that generally made you feel good when you were around them. Those are the people that you feel good about yourself when you're around them. Mm-hmm. If you are that for somebody else, making a friend is so easy. Even if you don't share anything in common, they like NASCAR and you think NASCAR is boring. They like football and you think football is annoying. And that's the only two things they know how to talk about. And so you aren't very close with them, but you're still their friend because you took the time to tell them, wow, your dedication to football is impressive. And that'll lift them up because they like football and they are impressed with their own dedication to football. And so you just point that out and they're like, thanks, man. That's awesome. You like football too, huh? And it's like, no, I don't. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) But they'll think you're weird, but that's okay, right? The most important thing is just to make them feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, Point point things out about them that you like about them. And I'll tell you, that'll make your conversations um, work a lot more smoothly. You know, I had to learn, I, I learned how to, converse with people two different ways. The first way was um, talking to people online. That really trained me how to talk to people in real life. So when I talked to people online, I paid attention to how other people were doing it. Um, I watched other people talk to each other. And then I started to be able to kind of do the same thing. I took on, like, if you ever watch me type, I use tons of emotes. And that's 
like emoticons, like little letters I use for faces and stuff like that. Um, I use tons of those because when I learned how to communicate online, I watched um, people who did that. And then I took it to the next extreme. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that was a molding point. It, It molded me in how I began being able to talk to people in real life. When it came to real life, I was extremely scared because most people in my school, I thought, hated me. I thought no one liked me. And so I was entering the situation where I had this, you know, social stigma. I thought everyone didn't like me. So I went up to them and I purposefully sat down next to people who were basically strangers or maybe even enemies um, and would force myself to strike up a conversation with them. And whether the conversation lasted a minute, three seconds, or 25 minutes, it was a success Mm -hmm. because it was a step forward. And I went away from the experience going, I did it. I talked to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I went there. And basically, my conversations all, I'll tell you, it's so easy to start a conversation when you just look at somebody and say, I like their shoes. And then you go out and say, hey, I like your shoes. Did you, did you buy those? Or where'd you get them from? You know, or I like your pants, you know, uh, and being really genuine about it. I think your pants are cool. I always like the, the dark shades that, um, you know, dark shades with the light. And they'll be like, yeah, cool. Or they'll be like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, me too. I went out and we picked, I picked these pants out on purpose because I, I really like that too. You know, or, um, or they're like, my pants? These are not my pants. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's uh, it's, it's kind of like an inside joke, but yeah. <laughs> and then you, then they rip their pants off, and underneath are another pair of pants. These are my pants. <laughs> These are my pants. <laughs> it's like, why did you what? <laughs> oh um, man. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, or compliment their shirt. Compliment their hair. Compliment their skin and whatever. Um, I remember my mom complimenting people on the, the way their skin looked so smooth or whatever it was. And I was like, that's a weird one, but that's, it's a compliment nonetheless. And people like it. It is. In fact, you mentioned your mom. Oh, she complimented me. Eyebrows. Yes. She complimented me on my eyebrows. Were you there? Yeah. 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 That's my mom's was, thing. She pays, pays attention to people's eyebrows. She's like, wow, your eyebrows are really cool. Yeah. I was, and it was, it was strange because I'd never heard that before, but I was very complimented by that because it was mm-hmm. so specific. Yeah. You know, that's a key is being specific. Yeah. Um, so that's a great, a great way to open a conversation and get yourself moving. Um, ultimately, the only way to get over this, um, the, this cycle, this dilemma is to prove that you can do it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't beat yourself up when you think something goes wrong. Things are going to be awkward. Embrace the awkward. The awkward is not a bad thing. A lot of times we we label things as bad because we don't necessarily like how they feel or we're not sure how we should feel. Um, but that doesn't what makes something bad. That's just our disposition. We need to be able to look at awkward and say, Awkward is an opportunity. 
awkward, you know, because, okay, what happens? What happens when things are awkward? They get quiet. Well, perfect. That's all the more opportunity to make noise, right? You have to thrive in the awkward. You have to, you have to uh, enjoy the awkward moments. If you can train yourself to enjoy the awkward, like purposefully try to drive a conversation so that it becomes awkward, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Because if you can do that and you'd be like, yes, I made it so awkward. It's awesome. <laughs> you can rejoice in yourself in that, then nothing will break you down in a conversation ever again. So as you're doing this, as you're moving forward in your ability to com- uh, converse with people and move forward in breaking this cycle, one, one, step, one step I would suggest is get to a point where you are in a conversation where you decide, I'm going to purposefully try to make this really awkward. And then do it on purpose and make it awkward. Because then... Mm-hmm. You have nothing to lose. And then you learn to embrace the awkward and you're like, I did it. This is awesome. It's yeah. so awkward right now. This is hilarious. I love it. And then, <laughs> and then no matter what comes to you from that moment on, when something gets awkward, you understand it's okay. It's not a bad thing. It's just part of the way conversations move sometimes. And it's okay. Um, it's okay. You know, and you're going to be nervous at first. It's that's that's part of it. But if you force yourself to do it, and you don't give up, um, and you tell yourself compliments, um, and you tell other people compliments, because I mean, we're all humans. We all like compliments. Uh, we all we all like when other people see the good in us. And um, honestly, that's why you want to talk to people in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. To to in to create something good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a relationship is for, to make something good out of what was originally nothing. There was no relationship there. But then you met and you made something that is good. Um, and so even if there is an awkward moment in the relationship, even if the, it starts off on an awkward moment, it's still seeking the end of a good. And mm-hmm. making mistakes along the way is not bad. It's not evil, right? You know that. It's not evil to make a mistake. It's not mm-hmm. evil to be nervous in front of them when you're trying to, um, you know, talk with them. What's evil is to destroy a relationship on purpose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's not what you're doing. So just keep that in mind. And um, I hope that that really helps. I'll, I'll tell you, um, I used to suffer with this a lot, like I said, and I've come a very long way. Um and um, so I basically I'm saying I know that you can do it too. And I've seen other people do it too. Um, it's totally, totally, you can totally break this cycle. Um, and I believe in you. So uh, especially if you're already talking about, you're, you're asking how do you break the cycle? Like mm-hmm. you, you're already in moving in the right direction. So uh, I'm going to give it up to Joe and see what Joe has to say about this. Well, first thing I would say is Go back and re-listen to that part that Ryan said. And this will be posted also uh, within probably a week or two. We'll have this segment posted under your question. You can come back to that specific thing and listen to it again and again. But what Ryan said there is so important. There's really only two things that I can add to uh, what he said. Um, 
because he he handled it so beautifully. And um, has two things. One is when you're, you know, like what Ryan was talking about, you know, it's not important how you feel when you're talking to someone else or how they think about you. What's important is how they feel about themselves while you're there. You know, I, I can't state that enough. I'm glad Ryan repeated it twice. I'm going to repeat it again because <laughs> that's such a huge principle. It's not important how others see you. It's more important how they feel about themselves while they are in your presence. So remember that, like grind that into your brain somehow. And if you can get good, here's the first thing. If you can get good at asking questions, mm -hmm. you know, look outside of yourself and ask questions, you know, like that takes for one, that takes all the pressure off of you because you're asking questions about them. You don't have to come up with something clever to say once right. you get good at asking questions because you're just going to ask. You, you know, because I heard a guy say one time, become a prodigious noticer. Like notice things about people, notice things about, you know, the situation around you, notice things that are going on, all these kinds of different things. You know, one, because it gets the focus off of yourself. And the biggest problem that you're facing in this situation, very drawn out, is that your focus is on yourself. And it's natural. It's natural for us to be focused on ourselves. It's natural for us to want to do things right and to, you know, be monitoring our own behavior. It's totally natural for that to happen. But when you can notice things outside yourself, notice things about other people, like Ryan said, people's shoes, people's pants, people's hair, people's eyes, people's eyebrows, you know, people's interests, people's, people's absolutely talents. interests. I dealt with this. Now I'm old, so I'm very unrelatable to all of you because I'm old and I have kids and I'm a parent. And so like the other day we were at a birthday party for my oldest. Well, it wasn't. It was one of my oldest son's friends. We all went to this birthday party. It was a blast. We played laser tag in the woods. Nice. It was great. Like, man, it was so much fun. But, you know, I had that social awkwardness around all the other parents. You know, so there's a mob of parents and there's a mob of kids, uh, six to 11 year olds, you know? Mm hmm and I'm there with all these parents and I am that socially awkward guy still to this day. And I'm like trying to think of something to say. I'm trying to think of something to say. And then I remembered, I'm like, oh, ask a question. Because, you know, we're talking about stuff and it's, it's so funny because most people are the same way you are. Yeah. They just don't look like it. Mm-hmm. And so you say and you something don't and people look like don't pay attention. Them. Or you say something that's interesting, you think is interesting, they're not interested in it, you know? And I, I was dealing with this exact situation. I'm like, all awkward. And then I was like, I remember it. Oh, yeah, this guy, he, he does insurance. He's an insurance guy. And so I just asked, hey, how's the world of insurance? And that got him talking for like, you know, five minutes about insurance stuff. 
Another guy, he's on, he's actually on the school board of the, of the school that our kids go to. And I was like, Hey, aren't you on the school board? He said, yeah. I'm like, so what's that like? And he said, Oh, well, it's like this and that. And you know, actually the principal makes it really easy for us because she's blah, 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 blah. And this and that. And you just, you know, and then the key, the key thing that I had to remember to do was listen intently. So if you can be a good asker of questions and then be an intent listener and then listen for things you can ask another question about in their answer, you know, you will mm-hmm. guide the conversation. You will be in control of the conversation. The person who asks the most questions is the person in charge of the conversation. Let that sink in a little bit. The person who asks the most questions, that's the person who's in control of the conversation. So if you get good at that, you will guide the conversation. You won't say a thing, hardly at all, except ask a question. And then these people just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And you know what they will say about you? That person's a great conversationalist. You said 10 words. You said 10 words the whole time. They talked the whole time. But you know what? That's what people love to do. They do. They want to talk about themselves. And if you can encourage them to talk about themselves, ask them questions about themselves, and then encourage them to talk, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to take some practice to get you know, good at it. It's, yeah. Nothing it's so comes true. easy. But, oh, Akil, are you telling me to calm down? I'm sorry. I get excited when I go with, with, with revelations. And because I had personal experience with this just recently, like the mm-hmm. other day, I dealt with this and I, you know, remembered something and I fixed it and it worked. And it's totally the same situation. And I was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. But anyway, so that's the first thing. Get good at asking questions and get good at listening. And then the next thing is... Have you ever heard of shadow boxing? Ryan, you've heard of shadow later. boxing. I'm sure. Yes, I know shadow boxing. Sh- shadow boxing is when, you know, like um, you're practicing, you're, you're like, this is for boxers, obviously for fighters. What they will do is they'll stand and look at themselves in the mirror and they will throw punches and, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? And the, And that's how they will practice. Part of that is because you learn better when you're in the stress-free environment. You learn faster when the pressure's on. Like you throw somebody in the water with it's deep water over their head, they don't know how to swim. Then they're going to, you know, oh my gosh, they're going to struggle to survive and they're going to somehow make it to shore. So they're going to learn how to swim if it, as, as long as it's not too far out, you know, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, they're going to learn how to swim really quick. But, but it's not, not going to be the best how to way. swim properly. Right. They're going to learn a whole bunch of just, just surviving, you know, like that's the pressure's on. They're just doing whatever it takes to not die. But when, if you can learn in the stress-free environment, then you will learn more and you'll be more comfortable when the actual situation happens. That's the thing with shadow boxing. So what you can do in this particular situation, think shadow boxing for this. And what I want you to do is when you're by yourself, imagine yourself in a crowd of people. Imagine yourself walking through them, through the crowd of people and just mingling with people. 
Imagine those people smiling at you and laughing and being responsive to your questions. You're asking smart questions and you do all this stuff. Imagine all this going on and, and, and act it out. It's fun. You know, you're by yourself. You know, who cares? You know, nobody's watching. Do the different different voices for people. It's fun that way. Oh, yeah. It's so it's great. Hello, I'm you know? Russian. Oh, you're from <laughs> Russia. Wait, what part of Russia? <laughs> Never heard of it. All right. Never heard done. of it. Where <laughs> is that? He's up north. <laughs> it's up north. Well, all of Russia is up north, really. So we have the snow. Use imagination. We have snow and salt. <laughs> we have lots of salt. <laughs> Can't tell yeah. even with snow dry, you still can't really see anything but white because so much salt. It's funny. He's everywhere. He's it's everywhere. everywhere. They put it. I don't know why they put it in the ocean when they made the ocean, but they it ended up on my land. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. sorry, yes. getting carried away. But do that. Think shadow boxing. Think practice. Practice when you're by yourself. You know, in the stress-free environment, practice mingling by yourself. And what's that going to look like? And visualize it being successful, you know, when you're there. And just, it will make you so much more comfortable. And then when you can learn to start asking some questions, I tell you, it's it's game over. You're going to totally, you won't be worried about it at all anymore. And sometimes people will just be, sometimes people will blow you off anyway and be like, Ugh. you know, you might say, like, hey, how's it going today? Ugh. Yeah. And then you know, that's your cue to find a different person to talk to. Don't try and, like, draw blood from a stone, you know, like, (laughs) but, you know, find somebody responsive. And what you'll find is when you ask a question to someone, and you ask that question, and it's something that's important to them, Man, you can totally light them up and they will mm-hmm. talk. They will talk. So will I. Yep. Every and one of us does that. Yes. And then then your problem is going to be, here's the problem. Your, your new problem isn't going to be feeling awkward and wondering how this cycle, you know, this breaking the cycle. The new problem is going to be, how do I end the conversation without being rude? You know? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I've been listening to this guy talk about insurance for like ten minutes, <laughs> and my kid wants a hot dog and he needs my help. You know. Like, yep. <laughs> so yeah, so some so then you have to get good at tactfully removing yourself from conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, tact like, prudence. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, that's a whole new, it's a whole other thing. I don't that know. is tact. Well, I'm Does sure we'll handle tact on, on one of these shows at some point. But yeah. yeah, but seriously, everything Ryan said, plus get good at asking questions and then practice when you're by yourself. Practice being in the environment. Imagine the environment when you're by yourself because then it's stress-free. You can make a mistake and it doesn't matter. You can kind of, think about what you're going to say, all these kinds of different things, but always focus on asking questions and getting other people to talk. And then that, you, your conversational abilities, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. So thank you so much for posting that very drawn out. I really, really, really appreciate that. Uh, 
you took the time to post that and you found the website and you did it right there. Yeah. And that's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. One thing you can do also for yourself is don't worry about whether they're going to be your friend or not. Just mm -hmm. be their friend. I remember Joe talking to me once and he, he said something along the lines of, um, we, when we're kids, we often say, hey, will you be my friend? Will you be my friend? And that's so backwards because you don't ask someone to be your friend. Like, hey, we, you know, we've never met before, but will you make a lifelong commitment to, you know, always like, you know, be on my side and, and be, be good to me and, and, you know, do what's best for me and that sort of thing. Um, you know, it's, it's like, no, you don't ask someone to do that. That's what you're saying when you say, will you be my friend? No, you just be their friend. You know, you go up to somebody imagining you're already their friend rather than wondering constantly, I hope they're my friend. I hope they, I hope they see me as a good person. I hope they, you know, if you, if you can take yourself out of the equation and just focus on them, it goes so much smoother because what is a relationship anyways? If you're trying to form a relationship with somebody, it's because you're trying to, um, you know, build them up. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of friendship is to build another person up. So if you're going into a conversation and you're worried about yourself, then you're worried about the wrong person in the relationship because, you know, that's, if you go to a relationship and it's all about you, then you're not in a relationship at all. You're just mm. using them. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of times, unfortunately, what some people's concept of love is uh, and what they experience in their relationships when they date other people and they find out uh, that other person did it all for them and it was never about you or whatever. You know, so just make sure you focus on them. Um, and I think that if your heart is in that place and, you know, I, I think everything will sh should go smoothly for you. Um, but yeah, Joe said, uh, you know, try not to focus on yourself. It's what all of us do. Um, mm -hmm. But do. it's, but it's, yeah, it's backwards. So <clears throat> and what you'll, what you'll have happen, if you're like me, you know, you, you suffer from diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. You puke all the time? No. no well, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it's, it's kind of what makes us good on talk shows is because we can talk and talk and talk for mm. a long time about stuff, you know. But when you're in a conversation, what'll happen is I'll be talking to somebody about something and then I'll see their eyes start to wander or glaze a little bit or they'll start to shift in a little bit and look around. And I know at that moment, what I'm doing is boring them. <laughs> So I quickly need to turn it into a question or change the subject and get off of myself and onto something about them. Ask a question about them and get them mm -hmm. talking about themselves again. So like that's something to pay attention to. And these are all things, you know, as, as you get better and as you do it more and more and you, it's, I'll tell you, when you take what Ryan talked about and you put that in your heart, the thing about trying to make other people feel good about themselves when they're in your presence, you a whole new world opens up to you when you're around other people. It's amazing. It's like this whole, you never knew it existed. It's like the sun comes out again and you're like, what just happened, you know? 
<laughs> I thought there were only clouds left. I know. What is that it's, thing? I live in mid-Michigan. That's all yeah. we have are clouds here. No, we don't have here. clouds here. Yeah. That's sometimes, it. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, when the sun fine. comes out, it's like, what? Yeah, it no really way. is. Because <laughs> 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 Michigan is, I believe, the second cloudiest state in all of the United States, only trumped by Washington. Yeah. I think that's right. So we would be good to have vampires. We have we have 10 days of sun. That's it. 10 days of sun. In a whole year, we have 10 days of sun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our average. That's Michigan. Yay, us. <laughs> if any of you understand that, <laughs> that's what we think is normal. <laughs> and so... When other people talk about, oh, it's a cloudy day, it's terrible, and we're like, what are you talking about? Every day is a cloudy day, and that's hey. that's okay. Like that's fine. That's normal. Right. <laughs> Cohagen eight twenty three is in Washington. Huh? There's twenty three. Cohagen eight twenty three is in Washington. Oh. Wow. Hey, so Welcome. you Welcome are in a cloudier Washington. place than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all the vitamin D deprived. Oh, for sure. That's why we put it in our milk. Yeah, that's why we, we actually have vitamin D milk. Yeah. <laughs> Concentrated <laughs> vitamin D in our milk. Yep. It's the only way. Yep. The rain is nice. I You know, and I, I actually mm, rain is so nice. used to it. I like it cloudy. I, I do enjoy it yeah. cloudy. Actually, I actually prefer it cloudy a lot of times because then when you're driving around, it doesn't hurt your eyes. Mm-hmm. That's very true. But, so, yeah. Anyway, this is so an entirely thank different you. conversation. Yeah. For an entirely thank different you. episode. Um, thanks, Very Drawn Out. I'm really glad you showed up so we could get to your uh, topic. Yeah. Um, we we were asking for you earlier on the stream, but you weren't here, but I'm glad you showed up. So, mm-hmm. thanks. We hope you've enjoyed this Don't Worry Wednesday discussion. All of these episodes, from single questions to full programs, will appear in the Don't Worry Wednesday section of our website, bss.studio. While you're there, check out all the great content, ranging from music to games, chat, and uplifting discussions by our growing worldwide community. One out of two hosts even claim that these are some of the greatest people in the universe, and the other loves all of you unconditionally. Join the experience each week. Don't Worry Wednesdays regularly stream Wednesday evenings on YouTube. And don't be surprised if Ryan and Joe show up other times of the week. So be sure to subscribe and ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of the live streams. But you can always get your dose of insight with these handy podcasts, a Black Static and Swerve production.